This is Joe Moffat, uh, continuing a series of, of reflections by the clergy of St Mary of St Alban, Teddington. And uh, we've been reflecting in recent days on minor characters in the Bible, uh, such as uh, Cleopas, uh, Luke and Phoebe. I want to choose uh, a minor character that uh, appears in the story that we remember today, which is Palm Sunday. And that is the character of the donkey. Yes, a donkey. I'm very conscious of how sad I'm feeling about uh, missing all sorts of activities that we normally do in Holy Week. Uh, it will be a great sadness to not be able to wash people's feet and share bread and wine on Maundy Thursday. A great sadness not to be able to do our walk of witness on Good Friday and to gather at the foot of the cross. And a huge sadness not to be able to gather on Easter morning to light our fire and take the candle into a dark church and celebrate the dawn of new life with each other. But uh, one of these sadnesses is not to have our donkey procession that we normally do on Palm Sunday, something that's become very much a highlight of our Holy Week in recent years. And local people will know that uh, we've been blessed by having a, not actually a donkey, but a, one of the small ponies from the Park Lane stables uh, come and join us and uh, lead us down the high street, a, a, a pony masquerading as a donkey. It would be a great shame uh, not to be able to do that procession this year. When I reflect on the donkey, I'm not going to try and uh, imagine what the donkey was thinking. I have no idea about animal psychology. Although Natalie, who runs the stables, uh, has passed on a message to me saying that Annie Wiz, the chosen pony for this year, is very disappointed. He is not able to strut his stuff along the high street as a donkey. He was looking forward to meeting all the parishioners. When this is all over, he can make a celebrity visit to the church for stroking. I'll take Natalie's word that that was what Annie Wiz said verbatim. But no, I'm not going to try and guess what the donkey thought as he carried Jesus into the city of Jerusalem. Instead, I want to reflect on the significance of the donkey being a donkey. It clearly was very significant. The Gospels tell us that Jesus consciously sets up this, as it were, piece of, of theatre, of what you might call political theatre. He tells his disciples to go and uh, find this donkey with a, a foal and to uh, set it up for him to ride in. He's clearly chosen that uh, very consciously. Matthew, uh, in his gospel, uh, makes the connection uh, with a prophecy in the Old Testament in the book of Zechariah, uh, which talks about uh, a king 
uh, riding into Jerusalem on, on a donkey, uh, stressing the, as it were, the humility of that king. But I think Jesus also has in mind another procession, another procession that would have happened at this time of the year when Jerusalem was preparing for the great feast of Passover. And that was the procession of the Roman governor uh, coming up to Jerusalem uh, to keep uh, the peace, to keep order at a time when Jerusalem was going to be flooded uh, with pilgrims from across the, the Jewish diaspora. The Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, as you know, uh, did not reside in Jerusalem. He resided on the coast at Caesarea. Much A much nicer climate. But he would have been aware that uh, Jerusalem was the hotspot. And at times like this, he needed to be present. So at around the time that Jesus was entering the city, there was another procession, an imperial procession. A procession which would have had a great cavalry uh, with it. And I can imagine Pilate on a huge white stallion, a war horse, as it were, uh, stressing his status, stressing the kind of power he wielded. And perhaps you too can imagine this imperial procession, uh, a panoply of imperial power, the cavalry, the foot soldiers beside them, leather armour, helmets, weapons, banners, golden eagles mounted on poles, sun glinting on metal and gold, the marching of feet, the creaking of leather, the clinking of bridles, the beating of drums, the swirling of dust. Quite an impressive sight. And that procession would have entered Jerusalem from the west. Jesus was coming from the Mount of Olives, from the east, setting up, as it were, very consciously, a counter procession, a procession which was very much intended to draw a contrast, not a procession with a king on a war horse, but a procession with a king on a donkey. A very different kind of procession. One which stressed a very different kind of kingship. A very different approach to leading people. A very different approach to building a kingdom. Not with military might but with humility, with love, with vulnerability. That, I think, is why the donkey 
is so significant. The donkey is significant because the donkey is not a war horse. Uh, the donkey is the animal that would have been used by the ordinary man, the labourer, the peasant. The donkey would have hardly lifted Jesus off the ground. But that is how Jesus chose to enter the city. With no protection. With no pretense at setting up a, a rival military power. But instead uh, coming unprotected to offer his version of what a new kingdom might look like. And so as we uh, reflect on the donkey today, we perhaps can ask ourselves which procession we would have been drawn into. The one which looked hugely impressive, with a great white war horse in the middle of it, or the one which looked faintly a bit pathetic, with a man riding on a donkey, and people with only palm branches to wave. Which would we have been a part of? Who will we follow? Let us pray. Lord Jesus, it was on a donkey that you came, not a war horse. In all our interactions with people this week, may we demonstrate the humility of the man on the donkey and be committed to the well-being of family, friends and neighbours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.